Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jolene Lunza Hernandez. And I'm Chell Hernandez. And we host this Bravo podcast. If you guys have never listened before, Chell and I are married to each other. We're comedians. We live in Los Angeles, California. I love Bravo and Chell. Hates it. But unfortunately for Chell, when he married me, he also married Bravo. And if I could leave it on the side of the road, I would. <laughs> but unfortunately, <laughs> he can't without a lot of paperwork and through the court system. So we watch episodes of The Housewives and other popular Bravo television shows and recap them in a hilarious fashion. And hoping that Chell will one day be a fan of Bravo and it'll make our marriage stronger. It won't. If you haven't already, please follow us on uh, social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Married to Bravo. That's Married Number Two Bravo. And you can see Jolene drop them hot memes every week and see what the Bravo community is talking about because we actually get people from shows to actually comment on your memes. Yay! And if you haven't already, please leave us a rate and review on iTunes. We really appreciate that. It actually helps us get out to more Bravo fans so they can listen to my hate watching. Yes, and please subscribe to us. Hello, everybody in the chat. Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I am your host, Jolene Lunzer-Hernandez, and I'm here with my co-host going forward, why hype man husband Chell does other things like fix our technical difficulties. Um... Nana, my mom, all the way from Minnesota. Nana, what's up? Hi. Hi, everyone. How many do we have? 13? 13 people here right now. Oh, that's wonderful. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. It's 10 o'clock here. Um, I'm like three hours past my bedtime. So I even kept my clothes on. I went to a wake tonight, but okay. Okay, Nana, tell us what you did today. Oh, I was going through all my mom and dad's pictures. There was thousands of pictures. I've been working on this for six days straight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm having a shower for my niece. It's November 2nd. And I shouldn't be working with these pictures. I should be scrubbing floors. But that's okay. I went through the pictures. Right. I sent them all out to my cousins and stuff. And it was a, it was a good feeling. And then you went to a wake. So you I went just to a wake. had a crazy day. Yes, and I was on the phone with Medicare and my insurance, and oh yeah, it's just been great. Well, well, well. Thank you, Odell. Well Chick. rounded. She said we <laughs> both look absolutely beautiful. All right, you guys, this is the oh, thank you Married to Bravo podcast. We break down episodes of this season of The Real Housewives of Orange County. Nana, just so you know, Atlanta and Jersey are starting soon. I would like to cover at least one of them. I want to introduce you to the world of Atlanta because you know how I have a special place in my heart for the city of Atlanta. And I also love those housewives. I do like myself from Jersey too, but I like Atlanta better. So I would like it if you'd be willing to watch the new season, even though you've never watched Atlanta before. I've never seen Atlanta before. I've never been there. Um, I will start watching it. Could you tell me when it is? Yes. So we'll get to that offline. Okay. But as long as you agree to do it, you guys, we are going to be covering the Housewives of Atlanta, which means I'm going to introduce you to NeNe Leakes, Kenya Moore, uh, NeNe's friend Marlo, um, Candy Burris. I mean, you are just Portia Williams. You're in for a treat. You're in for a treat. I love love the names. Love their names. True treat. You're going to want to um, move to Atlanta after you meet these women. People in chat are saying they love the plaid on you, Nana. Nana oh, thank looking. you. Do you guys want to hear about this? Sure. This, my, <laughs> my, well, you're going to hear about it anyway. My mom wore this when she was pregnant with me. What? And yes, it's that old. So figure it's 60, over 65 years old. Um, so they used to make things that lasted. Mm-hmm. They don't anymore. And I've had more compliments on this wool little jacket. 
It's yeah, so vintage. I, and I noticed that you totally. have a pin on your jacket. And what does the pin say? Oh, well, like I said, I was going through my dad's things and the, and we were talking about the train mm-hmm. last week with yeah. our housewives. Kelly Dodd's and train. I, love you, Kelly. And this says trains before sex. And it it's a little not. pin. It does. And I ran across it into my dad's stuff. Because he saved everything, and he's really into trains, but not the kind that Be- Beverly, or not Beverly, but Orange County are talking about. Yeah, let's hope Grandpa wasn't into the, no. Oh, no. We're no, not going no. there. No, he were no. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> anyway, when I saw that, I thought, oh, i got to wear this for so the podcast. So it says trains before sex? Yes, yes. What does that even mean? I don't know, but it just, we were talking about trains and sex on the podcast last time, <laughs> so I thought... Oh my God, this is like a blast from the past. I think dad's reaching out to me from the grave. I don't oh know. Oh my gosh. Well, hello, Grandpa. Thank you for helping Hi, Grandpa. Uh, my mom find this uh, that awesome pin. All right, you guys. So, hello, Stephanie in the chat, you guys. If you watched uh, this latest episode of The Real Housewives of Orange County, feel free to put your thoughts, comments, concerns, chat with us in the chat, and we'll be taking, obviously, some of the stuff that you guys say. And, uh, you know, commenting on it and all that stuff. If you are listening on iTunes, just know that we do this live on YouTube as well. So make sure you are subbed to my YouTube channel and uh, you can watch Nana live and you can see Nana's cute style and how she takes notes during the podcast and my crazy (laughs) hair. And I go from putting my glasses on to taking my glasses off. So lots of things are happening. Let's get into Linda Burke is in the chat. That's Nana's best friend since she was young. That's my best friend since ninth grade we love linda burke she's family and linda wrote wally rocks all right so now that we're all here um don't forget to rate review subscribe comment like this video right now you guys and if you do want to give to the channel uh, i do have a nifty little cup right underneath nana and you can do super chat option and that'll make your comment large and in charge and it goes to the channel and also getting nana um, a better phone. No, it's not. We're not giving Nana any no. of the. <laughs> this is just fine. Money. What I have, you know, this is an iPad, and I got. Oh, I'm just like high tech here. Yeah, she has an iPad and a flip phone, you guys, and a, a very old Android that takes pictures like, and then everyone's yeah. blurry, so everyone looks like a ghost. Nana takes ghost pictures. All right, so. <laughs> We are going to get into this episode we watched this week, which is episode 12, Fashion Show Faux Pause. I would like to get your overall reaction to this episode, Nana, right out the gate. What did you think of episode 12, Fashion Show Faux Pause? I had to watch it three times. Three times? It wasn't holding my interest. Wow. I, I kept dozing off because I was watching in bed. <laughs> And then I'd wake up and I'd go, oh, it's still on, huh? Okay, I'll, what do you do? Rewind it? Do they still call rewind? So I rewound it or whatever because I had it on my DVR. Uh And I just kept it starting over again, starting over again. It didn't seem to go anywhere. It was real choppy for me. Oh, okay. It was just a choppy, kind of a choppy mess for me. 
So not that entertaining. I kind of agree with you. I think coming off of last episode and coming off the Mirabelle, Miravel, whatever it was called, the wellness spa, it wasn't that great. We got Chell Hernandez, my husband, in the chat. Uh, Odell Chick agrees with you and says, I agree, this episode was no good. Okay, so let's just start. And Odell Chick did mention, did you hear uh, the drama about Bronwyn? I think I know what you're talking about if we're talking about the situation that happened towards the end of the episode. And since uh, that gentleman, we'll get there, but the security guard has come out and said stuff about what really happened that night. Um, if that's what you're talking about, Odell Chick, then yes, we have. If not, please put it in the chat because I would love to know any more uh, things that are, are happening that I don't know about. Okay. Uh, Chell just put in the <laughs> hype man husband. Chell just put in the chat. Send money so Nana can get another DVR. <laughs> you know, I said it right, didn't I? Yeah, it's DVR. Yeah, DVR. Okay, okay, because I'm always getting mixed up with DVD, CDs. You know, IUDs. I, it, they're just too many. Do you have an IUD, too many things, Nana? <laughs> I, I don't, but <laughs> no reason for it. Um, well, just for yeah. funsies. You could get one for funsies. Just well, for a reason nice. to go to the doctor and have a good time. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, in this episode, Bronwyn's daughter, Rowan, makes her debut at OC Fashion Week with her clothing line, Dark Rabbit. Shannon takes the role of momager as she coaches daughter, Adeline, on how to walk the runway. Rowan and Adeline triumph, while Bronwyn and Kelly back each other up in an argument about Dr. Deb. Meanwhile, Gina gets a new look as she grapples with whether to reconcile with her ex or move forward with a new relationship. Eddie learns about Tamara and Broadwin's time in Del Mar. Emily and Bronwyn bond over a discussion about father figures in their lives. And Tamara's son, Ryan, is crazy. No, it doesn't say that. Tamara's son, Ryan, has a tattoo removed and agrees to go to therapy. All right. Beginning of the episode, we see Kelly Dodd and Bronwyn going for a bike ride. They seem to be really good friends. Kelly thinks Bronwyn is a ride-or-die chick. Do you think Bronwyn is a ride-or-die chick? Do you know what that means? Ride-or-die? Yeah, like you're my ride-or-die. Like you're down for me no matter what. Like we ride together, we die together. Like you're my ride-or-die, Nana. Like out of everyone I know, uh, sorry, hype man, husband, Kelly, you're down for me, I'm down for you. He is too, but you're my ride-or-die chick. He's my ride-or-die dude. Now, when did this new ride or die, when did this come in? Is this just a a new kind of saying? No, it's been around for a while. It's kind of like, you know, I'm the Bonnie to your Clyde. Like, we're just, you know, we're number one. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Like, you will. Oh, I see. If some girl steps to me, Nana, you will step right back at her and say, oh, no, not today. Not today, Satan. This is my ride or not, die. I got not her. Not today, Satan. We, <laughs> you know, we used to just say, I got your back. So yeah. that's kind of like the same thing. Mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking, you know, when you said ride or die, it made me think of Easy Rider. I saw it. Have you ever seen the movie Easy Rider? Yeah, with uh, What's-His-Face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, What's-His-Face. He was really good. I saw it at a drive-in twice. I Didn't never saw the end. he used to be hot? Okay. It was a guy after that used to be hot? It was a Dennis Hopper? Yes. Okay, see? I'm yes. not that bad. Hi, my husband, Chell, comes in with the first super chat of the night. Ford, he gave $1.99, which is my money, too, for Nana's new DVR. <laughs> What's wrong with my DVR? The DVR's working fine. It's just, no, he's just maybe the operator, but I love you, Chelly. He's messing I love with you. you. Uh, John Osteen o- uh, said, did it become popular with bad boys? Maybe. I don't remember. Oh, Chell wrote in the chat, it's our money. Okay. So they take this bike ride 
ride or die. I don't know if I agree that Bronwyn's a ride or die. I think Bronwyn might be kind of a fair weather friend. She's going to go with whoever she feels she wants to tongue, do tonsil hockey with that day. So I don't know yet if she's a ride or die. All I know is she likes threesome. Her husband wears strange costume jewelry. She shares a lot about her daughter, and she dressed like Swan Lake tonight. That's all I know about Bronwyn. Swan Lake, yes. What did you think of that outfit when she was putting it on? She's got these little marks going up her back, tattoos. Yeah, those are tattoo little marks. <laughs> okay, little marks. Well, they, they didn't have, it wasn't a picture of anything. It wasn't a saying. It could be it like, was like different lettering, like maybe in a different language or something. I didn't get a good look at it. It wasn't pretty. I mean, it's like, she's a beautiful woman. Why would you do that? That dress was to die for. And she didn't have any trouble showing her tatas at all. Well, none of them do, but she really didn't. No. And did she have a bra on with that? Or where were those, I, those little cups that kind of hold you? I think it's a cup that blocks the nips. And then I think maybe some tape she probably used. A lot of women use the tape now. Have you heard of the tape? It's not the duct tape, Nana. You know, I in Minnesota we we're into duct tape and we have some yeah. silver. There's comes in black. It even comes in leopard. So yeah, um, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I it was you I, know that didn't hold mine up. So I don't get that. I don't understand. Of course, th- theirs are fake, so they're not moving. Yeah, they got okay. the kind that stand on their own. Like her boobs stand on their own. So she doesn't even. You know, it's just like Tamara. Tamara does not need to wear a bra. She with her um, augmentation. They just sit up. They're up and at them. You know, they're Wouldn't just that like, be kind of nice, though? It would be awesome. I don't want to have to get implants for it, but I wish they could do a lift with no implant, and then they just sit up for the rest of your life. You never have to wear a bra, because I'm at the age now where I'm like, I'm not even going to wear an underwire. I don't care. It, it has been too many years of being in pain. I am not messing around anymore. No, I threw those underwires out. They're yeah. gone. Bye-bye. Whatever. If it's got to have a little natural sag, that's what we're doing. We're going to Sag Harbor. We're just having a saggy good time. I don't care. (laughs) We really do care. We just are not wearing all those appliances like that. No, because no, no. It it wasn't invented for comfort. It was invented to stand up high and look hot. Well, I wear Adidas shirts, so they don't have to stand high. Anyways, back to the show. So they go and get on a bike, and she wants to buy the plastic surgeon boyfriend uh you know uh doctor doesn't call back i don't know what his name is a bike because he's part of the family now what did you think of that see and when she said that i was thinking she was talking about getting one for his son because there was an issue last week about her buying something for the son and playstation it had okay mm-hmm. and he was all upset about that so he's going to be upset about this bike too that she's buying for him four grand well, yeah, forty four hundred. Um, <laughs> but didn't the didn't the owner of the shop say twelve thousand at first? Well, and why and they, was he trying to be a comedian? It's like, calm down, buddy. You're there to sell stuff. Not, I mean, why did he add eight thousand to the bike? And I know think that was funny because he probably could have sold it to them for that. Yeah, but Kelly you know, Dodd was probably, like, not for him. For me, maybe not for him. But she still did buy him a forty four hundred bike. $4,400 bike, and they're not even together anymore. No, I know. But it was cheaper than Vicky buying Brooke's teeth, teeth for hers. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of buy some teeth, buy a bike. I don't know. But at least the teeth, I mean, uh, here, that was a bad investment. But at the time, good, because you don't want to be kissing old rotten mouth, you know? Oh, that's true, too. 
but that's then you got to make sure he. Uh, that's a a wedding gift, you know. You're like, okay, rotten mouth, we're gonna get you some teeth now <laughs> because it's the wedding night, and I don't want to barf. So yes, uh, I'm gonna say hello to a couple people in the chat. Nana can't see the chat, but Cindy's here. She says hello, Nana and Jolene. Honestly, Honaker Honaker's here, which is my friend Miranda. You guys come oh, to her channel on YouTube yes. if you haven't already. Um, okay. So, we do the bike thing. They seem to be getting along great. But the majority of this episode was really about this fashion show. Now, what did you think about Shannon Bedore being a total stage mom to her young daughter, Adeline, who wants to be a model and is modeling the youngest model in this OC Fashion Week show? And she was all of what? 14? Oh, yeah, maybe. If she's 14, I think that's what... Yeah. She is. She's she's a beautiful young girl. Shannon, when she was saying, telling her to put her hips out and to snap it and stuff, oh, Shannon, sit down. Your daughter was doing just fine without any of your your help. Well, and how Um, embarrassing for her when she goes in front of all those people, did you brush your teeth? She's like, yes, Mom. She's like, go brush them good. Like, what does she do? Just... And then put it. She's a fourteen-year-old girl. She probably brushes her teeth well Just enough. Just fine. Just. She's fine. very overbearing. Yes, and she has been from day one. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly not one of my favorites, but boy, they're they're few and far between who I like anymore on here. Um, But Shannon, yeah, she just kind of made a little ass of herself. Now, were those her other children sitting there? Oh, when she when she when. When they were on the boat? Yes. Mm-hmm. So when, once they get to the boat, uh, Sophie, the blonde, is her daughter, and I think it was Sophie's friends. And even Sophie was like, oh, okay. I'm going to shut my mom up if she doesn't stop criticizing my sister. I know. I like that. I like that she said that. Did you realize it was going to be on a boat? Was it ever mentioned before? I shouldn't say boat because it's not a boat. But it's at a yacht. What did it... Did they mention it was going to be on a yacht? No, I don't remember. That surprised me when they were getting on this yacht. It was like, (laughs) wow, okay. (laughs) Nana was not. You guys, I talked to Nana a little bit before this episode uh, earlier today, and Nana was not impressed. Just tell us your true feelings, Nana, about the fashion. I want to hear Nana thoughts on the fashion, on Bronwyn, on everything that happened once we get to the boat. Because this episode really was all about being on this boat and and the fashion and then the drama that ensued around that. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, first of all, thank you for saying boat. Like you're from Minnesota, you hold mm-hmm. those O's. Um, it was a beautiful yacht that they were on. Um, I just thought from the get-go, Shannon going down the boardwalk to this boat, and she's saying, now, come on, come on, stretch your stuff, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I would have been running running away from my mother if she treated me like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I didn't understand. I know it was Rowan that has a fashion line now. Yes. And it's black leotards. <laughs> and, and that I didn't get. I was waiting to see some prom dresses or something. And they came out in these black leotards. And I said, well, I guess not that 16 years old and being do- doing this, great for her. But... Black leotards, you could buy at J.C. Penney's or Target. But someone so has to des- design them. It wasn't like she's this huge designer. It's the fact that she that she's designing active wear. It seemed like she was designing more like maybe high-end oh. active wear. And nowadays, 
bodysuits are back. You know, uh, uh, bodysuits were back when you were a teen. They were in when I was oh. back when I was a teen. And now they're back again for teens. Activewear, like street style, is really big. Obviously, they did, like, the matching bra uh, kind of yoga pant thing. Uh, is You know, it's not stuff you oh, or yes. I wear, but it's younger girls. Okay, see, and that's maybe where I, I, they lost me on that. Because mm. when you say bodysuits, love the bodysuits. I thought they were fabulous. I had three or four of them in high school. And every time we'd go to a, a kegger in the woods, and you had to, <laughs> you had to snap those things underneath your crotch. Oh, well, bodysuits you know, snapped at the crotch. I don't know they, if they do anymore, but yeah. Oh, they used to. And that was really tough, especially when you're drinking beer and you have to go all the time. But anyway, I digress. But it's better than having to take the whole thing down like a swimsuit. Oh, that's true. That's actually that's a better true. deal when you're using the restroom. as The things we go through as women for I the know. beauty. But the snaps was, would kind of chafe. Remember, the snaps would chafe. Um, the snaps, if you walked fast enough. Anyway. Nana. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm remembering my youth, but I just love those body suits. And I had, oh, I had a black lace one that was just hot. Nana was anyway. feeling some friction down there back in the day. So were you impressed with Broadway style? But at first you were expecting it to be some kind of like New York fashion week, like high end couture dresses yes. and all this stuff. And then it was just more the fact that she's designing clothes, which is amazing for a 16 year old uh but you were kind of like well, well i don't get it is it dance? what are we seeing here i just didn't get it at all mm-hmm. um i that little black outfit and it just yeah it didn't do anything for me yeah um they looked wonderful in it mm-hmm. very cute she sure wouldn't get this this kind of exposure had she not been bronwyn's daughter yeah um it's great that so, she designed I mean, it, but I love when she was explaining it. It's explained like a true uh, privileged person who comes from money. Not Rowan didn't explain it because she's, you know, a cute, uh, just a young girl. But the way that Bronwyn explained it was like she did it all herself. I mean, she just did. Uh, well, I mean, we gave her money to, you know, start up her business, but it's like. Yeah, because the average 16-year-old can't just start her own design business. She doesn't have the upfront money. But when you have rich parents, you do. So good for her. She designed it. I thought Shannon's daughter ended up, you know, doing a great job walking. Oh, I thought she looked just darling. Mm -hmm. And and she had that two-piece kind of... Bra. What do, what do we call pants. this? Active wear. It's active, active wear. wear. Nana, do you okay. you have active wear, but you just wear it for lounging too? It's yeah. It's not. It's less active. Yeah. Um, My active wear is less active as well. <laughs> yes, this is less active wear. <laughs> but yeah, I was unimpressed with it. I was unimpressed with the fashion show. Because I, I was looking for prom dresses. It wasn't up know. to Nana standards. Nana wants to see prom dresses. She wants to see, <laughs> like, Sears in the spring when it's just prom city. You know, JCPenney's in the spring. And if it's activewear that you could sell at JCPenney's or Target, Nana's not impressed. I'm really not. I'm no. sorry. I just, I really thought it was going to be, like you said, um, more of a, oh, dressier things. Yes. Yeah. You know, that Nana they were going to be modeling. It was going to be Christian Dior, and she got Rowan, whatever her last name is. So Nana's is not impressed with this um, 16-year-old. She said, your designs are trash. 
I would never say that to that 16 year old. I know she's adorable I, I, and she's very talented because I don't even know how to cut measure. sew anything. So no, I did is, not do well in home ec. Me neither. Well. I was mad. I had to take home ec. I don't even know if that's a thing for kids anymore, but I don't, I don't believe they have to anymore. I don't think that's it. Yeah, but I think we, Linda, Linda and I had to take home ec. We had home ec together a few classes. I wonder if Linda's still with us or if she nodded off. Don't She's nod off, probably Linda. probably falling asleep, just like this episode. Okay. So okay. Um, Eddie really <laughs> finds out from Tamara and Bronwyn, like he didn't know before, oh. that Tamara and Bronwyn had made, like, they didn't just make out. He goes, with tongue. I was like, with their boobs out, with their crotches touching. They basically, if they could have, they would have made a baby. Baby right there. I mean, they basically, it was the conception. Absolutely. There was Absolutely. things going places and it was just crazy. P.S. Nana, Linda Burke is still in the chat. She's here. Now we're talking Thanks. about more exciting. It was two, you know, four boobs just, just smashing on each other. I mean, I'm still, I had to talk about this episode again for the Bravo Breakdown with Jillian, which is a podcast I do if you guys want to check it out on iTunes for TV Co. And I realized I still am having like flashbacks of these women just in a public restaurant, just going at it. And it, then in the booth, that was so bad. I feel like I have to bleach my eyes out and go back to church. I feel violated. <laughs> Let's talk about bleach. Oh my okay. gosh. Gina's hair. Okay. Go um, ahead. Let it loose, Nana. Gina's hair. Gina is going through some transformation. Yep. Because she is not divorced yet, but nope. in the midst of it. Yep. Um, Her husband so seems she's, so trashy. Oh, Gina, you're, Kelly said it best, and I don't usually find too much good about Kelly, but. I love Kelly. Kelly, Kelly I know you do. Kelly said it best. She says, do not, when you're going through these things in your life, do not change your hair color, especially Gina's. That's ugly. She said it right <laughs> out. That is U G L Y. That's the first thing I do though when I go through breakups. You know me, Nana. When I met Hype Man Husband yeah. Challenge, just got out of an, another relationship months before, I cut ten inches off my hair, and I was like, you know what? I'm a pixie now, and everyone's gonna deal with it. Like that's I Felicity my hair. Do you know that reference, Nana, to the old TV show Felicity from the early Felicity. 2000s? Oh, not to be confused with Felicity Huffman, who's no. doing time. Okay. No, not confused with doing time. USC mom, Felicity Huffman, and actress. Uh, Felicity was a television show on the WB in the early 2000s. It starred Carrie Russell. She was going to college in New York because she followed a boy there. And then one season, she cut all her hair off because that's kind of what you do when you go through breakups or changes and when you're young and throughout your life. And the audience went nuts. They're like, she cut her hair because she had these beautiful long curls. But I thought... She was cute both ways, but I totally get it. However, I agree with you. Gina's hair, and Gina even agrees with you that she made a mistake with this hairdo. It was too white. It's too white. It's too long. Since Are these extensions, or is this her real hair? She need, If it's extensions, she needs more of them. Do you know what I'm saying? If you go that light with your hair, you yeah. need either short or thick and long Khaleesi hair. You, you need something to be happening like you just need that that goddess hair but it looked like she had less hair than she has when they did it that light now i've dyed my hair with a friend in the kitchen of course my kitchen didn't look like that yeah um that was just beautiful so at first i thought are they at a salon no they're at gina's Gina's kitchen Mm -hmm. 
And I mean, mine turned out orange, and it was Christmas Eve, and oh, you dyed parts your hair of it on was Christmas white. Christmas Eve. Yeah, well, the day before Christmas Eve, I, ta- I stand corrected. And we, my friend and I had this little thing because we were doing it off of a Clairol box. And we had this little thing. Hello, Clairol. Hate to bore you, but my friend looks like a whore ya. But so anyway, that's, I mean, that's what I look You're like. You're like, happy like- birthday, Jesus. I'm going to ruin the hair you gave me. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday, Jesus. I look like a whore, like my grandma Frances would say. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just don't know. Gina, no, get, get a different color or get a color. Yeah. That she needs isn't an ombre. for you. She needs some kind of dimension. It was just too She bleached. looks old. Too she looks old. And she's so young. Okay. So she, and she's very young. She shows up to the uh, fashion show on a boat, which Nana was like, nobody told us it was a boat, but Odell Chick says, yes, we did know last week it was going to be on a boat. So we did just we? forgot. Yeah. I we, missed there that was whole part. too many titties for me to remember specifics at uh, last episode. It was just do like, they, titty do over they here, call it? titty over there. Okay. I know here, here a titty, there a titty. Yeah, I hated it. Everywhere a titty smash. It was just titty smash. So, um, Gina shows up, she starts, uh, talking to Emily, which looks like a good sign and telling her that Matt wants her back. What do you think of this? Well, first of all, Nana's got a theory. Never trust a Matt. That's Nana's first theory. I'm sorry. I'm sure there's, you know, like I was married at St. Matthew's. I like that part of the name, mm-hmm. but a uh, Matt, no, uh-uh, no. What do you think about this um, guy cheating on his family with another woman? He's got three small kids. He's married. He cheats. Okay. Then he ends up going back to her and leaving his family for her after trying to make it work with Gina. And now he wants Gina back again. What is this dude's deal, Nana? Give us the breakdown on, on guys like this Matt. This Matt can't make up his mind what he wants. The grass is not always greener. It never is. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think Gina is falling for it, which surprises me because I thought she had a better head on her shoulders than that. Yeah. And um, I just don't think that um, this is where what she wants to do to get back with him. But he's just, you know. I don't, and we never saw him before, did we? Was he ever? No, he didn't want to be part of the show, and now we know why because he's a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Oh, yeah. He said it was for his job. Well, is your job putting your wiener in women that aren't your wife? Because, yeah, then of course you wouldn't want to be on the show, but otherwise, what is your job? That's right. That keeps you away from your family, but gives you enough time to stick your wiener in places it doesn't belong, you know? I just. I, and then she wakes up in the middle of the night, producer Tilly oh. in the chat here, and Hi, Tilly. the podcast, I should say, uh, and she, he's there in her room and she's got some weird story that I forgot to lock the doors. You forgot to lock the doors with three kids in the house? What is that? I, she forgot to lock what? the doors. She's inviting this man back into her life. There's something there where, cause hot, Okay. He's got a key. Let's be real. He's probably got a key. Let's not well, lie. Sure. Of course, you didn't That's forget right. to lock the door. The only chance that would happen is if you were drinking way too much wine. You put the kids to bed. You drank too much wine. You passed out. But normally, I mean, I'm not a mother, but every mother I know and father check the door when you put the kids down. Right? I mean, yeah. I guess you could forget, but it just seems really... No. 
convenient that she forgets to lock and also he's in her bedroom and we're supposed to believe nothing happened and then we see previews for next episode and she touched his oh. wiener nana what is she, what tell me what. why would she do that why would she she said that at the very end of the show and vicky's you know vicky stop that vicky i like you and you're going and vicky's sitting there going oh what happened what did you do um are you thinking about going back to him it's like no vicky quit pushing that crap yeah. Um, but I think I think Gina really does want her husband back. She wants her family back. Yeah, which is understandable, but, but it's too late. He has It's too late. He is a no good cheater cheater, liar, creeper who has abandoned you and the children. Yeah, I mean it's too late, baby. Yeah, it's too late, Carol King, nineteen seventy. No. Just and say it's no. Too late, baby. Now it's too late. Though Love we Carol really King. did try. Am I singing the right song? Try to make. Yeah, that's it. Do you know how that's I know it. a lot of these songs? When they used to have those infomercials that would play late at night and it would just play a clip of songs. Oh, but really? But I realized that Carol King is a goddess and I should know all her music, but I just, yes. yeah, that's how I know a lot of these songs. And I sing them in the order in Ta- which I used to watch them on the infomercials. <laughs> oh, see, and I think of them in the order that it was on the record album. Okay. Okay. So. So we we're are Gina, we done stay with away. Gina for a stay Gina, away. run. Run, run. Gina, but this is not gonna be good. And also we, with the abuse stuff, I mean I would get a restraining order. If you're waking up, if this in fact happened and you didn't give him a key, even if you did, he shouldn't be coming to your house and just showing up and watching you when you sleep. That's creeper. That's what serial that's, killers do. That's what stalkers that's, do. That is too much. Um, I just don't believe it. Yeah. Okay, I don't believe it. So that's why she's not going to get a restraining order. Um, she she wants them back, and yeah. um, and she and she's lonely. And no, but she's yep. got this brain surgeon that she talks about in the episode. That she while she was getting her hair done, she said, "Oh, I'm talking to the doctor, the the uh, the, the surgeon." That sounds better. That sounds a lot better than Mr. Matt, who does God knows what in L.A. You know, you got to, I'd probably go towards the brain surgeon, you know? But a brain surgeon wanting <laughs> to date Gina, let, let's really look at that. You he's know, a young, he, hot blonde in Orange County. He's probably older if he's at the brain surgery level. And all these guys down there seem to want the young, hot blonde. Oh, he's a brain surgeon. Oh, my God. What does he really do? I'm dying to find out. He's going to be another one of those brooks. Yeah, you're a brain surgeon, all right. Okay. Um, all right. Maybe he can work some magic on some of our housewives and maybe give them a brain. He's not that good of okay. a brain surgeon, Nana. All right. So then... Um, we have some drama. Uh, we have a little bit of fashion show that happens, but not Rowan's yet. We learned a lot this episode about Rowan and what she's been through with OCD and an eating disorder and being suicidal. And then I watched Bronwyn on Watch What Happens Live, or not Watch What Happens Live. It was another interview. They do like those after show interviews. Yes. And she shared yes. even more. And I just, part of me just, it doesn't sit right with me because she's so young and I feel like she should wait and have the um, option to share her story the way she wants to share it, not on her mom's television show. Do you know what I mean? I, I totally agree. She's only a year out of feeling that desperate, desperate feeling. Yep. She's not 
you know, you don't get cured from this. You have good points and bad points and good times and bad times. Mm -hmm. This is very unfair to do to your child at 16. Um, a lot of things can happen. And I just, if I was her daughter, I'd tell mom to put a sock in it. Yeah, because when she was at the doing the after show interview, she said all the kids over the age of 12, everyone in the family over the age of 12, just a year ago, were on suicide watch for Rowan, which is so serious and so terrifying and so sad. I just, I just, I felt, I feel like I shouldn't know that right now because it's not Bronwyn's no. story herself and it's happening to a child. That's right. And, and she again, needs, she's. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, and again, she's just pimping her daughter out, and that just makes me sick for her because nothing, nothing funny about mental illness. No, and you know? it's not that they're doing anything funny about. I don't think she's making fun of it at all. I just think it's it's being spoken about, but it's uh, Rowan doesn't have the control, and I feel like if she's the one yeah. going through this, she if it's going to be shared on a national level they should wait until she's ready to truly share her story and she's just she's too young right now you know until she's 18 at least you know well, or, or, or out of it more than a year i mean come on you can say she dealt with some hard stuff but now she's sharing really specific things which some people could say right yeah brings attention and awareness to mental health which is always a good thing but we're talking about a kid here Right. And We're talking about a young woman. She's sharing it on her mom's reality show, but she's not really sharing it. Her mom is. Now, can we just go back just a little bit? First reality show, was it the Osbournes? No, it was like real world. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that back was, in the day. That was... Where, are, where does your okay. mind go, Nana? What, what made I you just, think you know, I that? start thinking about... Cher, I saw Sharon Osbourne on a show today, and she just looks fabulous, so I started thinking about the Osbournes. But how does that relate to what we were talking about? <laughs> um, reality TV, when you said that, I thought, what was our first reality TV? And what was your answer? <laughs> the real world. Oh, yeah, the real world. I remember you watching that. I remember you loving that. Yeah, I think the first real world was like 1990 or 92. Oh, okay. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, and where does my mind go? No one ever knows. That's the joy of it. Hollywood Leon is in the chat, you guys. Oh, and he hi. said, first family reality show, Nana. So maybe the Osbournes was the first family reality show. But the Thank first you. Like, reality show, I think, was... Really, especially to, to the masses, popular was the real world. Also, shout out to Hollywood Leon. You guys all go sub to his podcast. It's Bravo Betch, which is um, through AfterBuzz TV, and it is on iTunes, and you can watch it on AfterBuzz, and it's awesome. And I'm probably going to be on it next Wednesday, so you can catch me there talking all the mess and the junk. Which reminds me, we got to get to uh, Dr. Depp, Dr. Betsy Johnson Depp. Now, when you say Betsy Johnson, you know, I, I'm sorry, I always have to ask about this. Yep. Betsy Johnson is a designer. Yes. And that's why you call her that. Yes. And she's is she a really out there? Huge, successful designer who, okay. you know, her clothes used to be so expensive, but now they're totally affordable. You can find them in Marshalls. You can find them in, in Macy's. She's colorful. She looks exactly like Dr. Deb, only she's. She's even more like fashionable. I think Dr. Deb modeled herself after. Uh, and didn't you like? I mean, when you first when she first came on the scene, didn't you like her? I did. Yeah. I like Bronwyn's mom. And now, what do you think of her now? I don't like her. I don't either. I don't believe her. 
I just, you know, and the camera was on her. Yeah. And she's saying that that security guard, are we to this point yet? Yeah, let's get to this okay, point. Okay, so, let's go. Uh, she's got friends in from Miami. Dr. Deb's there looking like a Betsy Johnson knockoff. She goes and going to go to the restroom, walking around there like the privileged rich lady she is with her ego necklace. And then we don't quite see what happens, but no, she's no, like, right, excuse me, you don't touch me. And accuses this gentleman, who's a security guard, who I'm sure hates what he has to do because he's dealing with a bunch of privileged women who are like, I can go wherever I want to because my daughter's in the show. It's like, no, you can't. There are rules. And she says, he grabbed me. And the story just turns so salacious and just, you know, like, yeah. do you think this young guy grabbed her by the, I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. And she kept, you know, her voice was escalating and she just brought everybody into it and people were running, you know, towards them, like what's happening. She made it all about her. She is. Yes. I mean, if you can't tell by the way she looks already, she's all about attention. I mean, the woman literally has a necklace, that gold plated necklace that says ego. She can't relate to her own daughter who's reaching out to her like, hey, I feel kind of abandoned by you and I didn't have a structured life and I need you to talk to me. And she's like, everything is good. You're good. I need to go get some more colorful dreads in my hair. I don't have time for this. Do you you like that look? I like it on Betsy Johnson. And I liked it on her in the beginning until I really saw who she is. This episode. Yeah. And saw who she was. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And narcissist is the only thing I can come up with for her. Um, Now now I'm starting to feel bad for Bronwyn. Can you believe that? No, I I have felt bad for Bronwyn. I I know you did. I didn't have that. I wanted to like her mom because she looks fun. I wanted her to be like the, uh, I wanted her to kind of be like Lydia's mom, like sprinkle dust or whatever. However, there was a story that broke on Instagram and the gentleman who was the security guard is Christopher Keys, I believe. Now he has put on Instagram. Now I know Nana, you have an Instagram that you don't know how to check, but I'll teach you one day. Um, yes. <laughs> I, I ran across it the other day when I was DVRing. So okay. Now as you know, uh, Dr. Deb has blown the start of proportion. Then Kelly went and took up uh, Dr. Deb's, uh, side and was like, Hey, you don't, you know, an elderly woman. It's like, let's calm down. She's not an elderly woman. And he didn't grab her, but she wants to say, he grabbed me on my arm and spun me around. And then when you watch an interview with Dr. Deb on the after show, um, okay, okay. Sorry. Odell chick is saying in the chat, the gentleman was not a security guard. He was a sponsor of the event. He is now seeing her and, uh, seen her on Twitter. Okay. Um, Oh, not a security guard. Well, it, it was he my understanding for the that he event. Was. And okay. he was basically telling her, his side of the story was telling her, you can't go back there. Wherever she was, was trying to back? go, you couldn't okay. go back there. Okay, so then he hit Instagram. And since they're kind of smearing him, now he's on Bravo. And he's getting accused of pulling at this, as Kelly Dodd would say, elderly woman. Um, oh, that just, that hurt my feelings for the mom. Let me tell you. This guy. We don't want to be known as elderly. Yeah, she's very capable. Not that you're not capable if you're elderly, but 
I don't know. Okay, so he put on Instagram a picture of her, and he said, let's talk facts. No one grabbed you. You were out of line in your actions to bully Hout at Hout OC and by not following the rules of the house. I asked you to stop because you were going where you weren't allowed. Not to mention how you called me a N-word. <gasps> yeah. That. Thinking Certainly. that would okay. affect me. Good try, but don't try to use abuse as a way to change the narrative for your ego. You're a liar and a bigot, and this is beyond shameful. God have, and then it cut off like mercy on you or something like that. Now, whoa, whoa. Well, certainly they didn't bring that up oh, on no. the show. Instead, they brought up that he grabbed her. They didn't say that she... Said that, that was to him. racial slurs. Oh my yeah. God, woman! I know we are in 2019, people. There, oh my God, that just makes Doctor Deb mom than we. Yeah, I mean that is disgusting, and I hope we never see her again on the show. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if this is. I haven't watched what Watch What Happens Live. You know, if they've addressed this on here or what's going to go on. I don't know if Dr. Deb has responded. I'll have to um, take a look. But I mean, well, I did just a little homework. I what? went on watch. I know. Man, I you were in high school, so I thought, well, let's start. Watch What Happens Live had Bronwyn on. Okay. She she didn't talk about this. What? She just told about well, they didn't really talk about it. Mm-hmm. They they showed her husband with the costume jewelry. He's got some plastic thing around his neck. Oh, his jewelry and is the worst. It is. It is. It's worse than anything I've ever worn. And I like that costume funky jewelry myself. But um, yeah, she just she almost seemed normal on the show. And. I just, like I said, I was coming in and out of it. I was kind of watching and kind of sleeping. But um, she seemed kind of nice. I don't know if I was in a fog or a dream state, but that was the first thing I could say nice about her. But yeah. her mother has got to go. Got to go. Fix yourself, girl. Girl. You got a can what, Nana? That? Yeah, you can say Camel that. toe. You got a camel toe. Yeah, not only do you got a camel toe, but um, you got racism in you. Yeah, we can't oh. have that. Um no. Um, Leanne says, Nana, come through. And then Odell Chick says they edited the N-word out of the episode. Now, that's a shame because that's a moment that you definitely want people to see it for what it is. So exactly. that if you are willing to tarnish this young man's reputation um, and say he grabbed an older woman... Uh, when there's no proof of that, why then aren't they able... Why then do they want to edit out something that was said... That's right. A racial slur about him. I don't understand. I'm trying to check out his Instagram right now. We're doing on-the-spot journalism. Nana, I am so proud of you that you did some research. Well, that's as far as it goes. And then, you know, I start thinking of other things. But I do love doing these podcasts with you. It's just so much fun because I don't get to see you. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't get to live in the same state as you. And I just feel a a connection, a closeness then when we can talk. Oh, I love you. Um, and it's so nice that people tune in and listen to what we have to say. Um, what are you doing? Are you trying to get out of it? You're not done yet. 
Oh, I, I, this wasn't a wrap-up. No, Nana. Oh, God. I was doing a little research and looking into uh, the gentleman that was one of the producers on the show or security or whatever. Um, okay. His job was there. It looks like he is Christoph Keys. Um on Instagram, dad on duty. He's a husband to one, father to two. He's a music producer, I think. Lifestyle blogger, GQ. He's very handsome. Very um, handsome. Let's see. He, oh, Shanana, you're getting a lady boner over there. Well, I, 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 <laughs> I thought, listen, Betsy Johnson, I wish he was grabbing me, but that yeah. didn't, the whole thing didn't happen. So it didn't happen like that. Um, okay. So here's on his Instagram story, doc, crazy Dr. Deb. Now he, he put this on his Instagram story, you guys, um, this, uh, the, the gentleman who Dr. Deb accused of grabbing her, who then is accusing Dr. Deb of calling him the N word, uh, said in his Instagram story, someone sent him this and it said, crazy Dr. Deb has a habit of accusing men of assaulting her and putting them and the establishment on blast. Several months ago, she claimed a waiter grabbed her and told her to leave. She completely twisted the story to make herself look good. She talked about this on Instagram. Um, she blocked and deleted me for telling her to move on. She also got her daughter involved like she did on the show. She escalated this uh, nothing uh, event to the owner and I believe getting something free out of it. She's a, she is batshit crazy, this person saying. It's disgusting the way she treated you. She's a total drama queen looking yes. for fame. I sincerely hope she suffers from the ramifications of her abhorrent uh, treatment of you. Don't back down. Speak your truth. Oh my goodness. Oh, I like that. I like that. I just don't want to, I don't even, I, I don't even want to watch the show if she's on anymore. That's yeah. how disgusting she was. Nana's going to boycott. Nana's going to be calling into Andy Cohen and watch Heaven's Live go, listen, we need to get racist Betsy Johnson off the show. Put real off. Betsy Johnson on. Because racist Betsy to... Johnson. <laughs> she's got to go. Yeah. Which is I interesting think. considering that she's stealing a lot from the culture and yet for her own look, yet she's going to be racist, which is very yes. interesting that she's going to poach certain aspects of it, yet uh, pull this, that she's, you know, a cult, you know culturally appropriating things um, in her look. Oh. So, I love the way you talk. Is that because you went to college? No, it's because I'm on the internet okay. a lot. And um, oh, people I accuse me of virtue, virtue signaling all the time. They're like, you're virtue signaling. I'm like, I'm just saying what I think. Uh, I know. I just like, I mean, you have a, a way. I know you had journalism um, was one of your majors. <laughs> yeah, and You're my hype woman now. You're really hyping me up. <laughs> well, you are. I mean, that was, that was your, that oh, thing. It always God. has been since you're really little. I've always wanted to, I feel bad that I never went to college. I don't know. I, I always will say that. Yeah, but, you are so smart and you're so funny and you are everything. So <sighs> no one, you don't need to go to college to be smart. That doesn't make you smart. Believe me. Uh, now, Odell Chick is asking what his name uh, is. And it's on Instagram. It's Christoph, almost like Christopher, but without the R. And okay. then his last name is K-E-Y-E-S. So oh, you can keys. find him on okay. Instagram. Uh, and yeah. He, I'm glad he's speaking on it. I'm glad he's oh, saying... He wasn't backing down from her because yeah. um, I felt once there's a this history. happened... Oh, my gosh. Now we're finding out all this. Let's talk about the woman in the red dress. Yeah. Okay. Here's the deal, Nana. 
this woman, now, now that we know all this information, things are, are making a lot more sense. So there's a history of this, as people are pointing out, allegedly. This is all allegedly. Okay. Um, however, there's a history of this because, as we remember in this episode, Bronwyn knows that co-host, that woman that she ended up getting in a, in a, in a fight with, the one that hit Kelly Dodd on the chin with the microphone, knows her previously. So oh. maybe... Because at first I'm like, why is this woman reacting right out the gate? I know Bronwyn came at her hot, like way too hot. If you want to solve a problem, you don't come at someone that aggressive. No, you don't. But this has probably happened before. There's probably been drama between the two families or oops, or Bronwyn and this woman before. So this isn't a new thing. She knows that Bronwyn and or people in her family are like this. Do you know what okay. I'm saying? Yes, most definitely. And what do we always say when people are treating us so horribly? Kill them with what? Kindness. Kindness. It gets them every time. Screwed up your thing as I'm doing this. Oh my lordy. Okay. Not not to worry. But kill them with kindness and you can't believe how nice I was to the gal from Medicare today that was kinda being a little wicked on the phone and they work really hard and I don't want to say too many bad things about Medicare, but the woman I talked to had some issues. So I was what more was her than issue, nice to her. Anna? Well, her issue was she was asking me these questions and then she said, I want you, like I was some idiot, I want you to answer them just like I'm asking them. Well, because oh. I had other things to talk about and I said, I want to answer your questions, yeah. but I'm not understanding the question. Oh, so, so she wasn't you, being patient. Not at all. Not at all. So I hope she never, I don't know. I just, I tried to be my level best, but I get to a point where, and you've seen me do this, um, throw something and I wanted to throw my phone across the room. And then I thought, no, I need this information. I'm going to get over it. Mm -hmm. So I'm a Scorpio. I don't get over much. No, Nana will remember till the day you or she dies. Like this is no joke. Amen, So so I think this explains this woman's reaction so much more that, okay, she's dealt with Bronwyn before because they got hot real fast. And then the lady with the mic was going around saying, hashtag anti-bullying, hit Wasn't. Kelly Dodd, oh. which oh. is like, that just proves, don't you think, Nana, that maybe there's been incidents like this before that this woman has dealt with Bronwyn and she's not having it anymore. They pushed her to the limit. Because normally, if you went up to an organizer and said, hey, I think one of your staff assaulted my mother... They wouldn't react that way, but there's a history there. Oh, there's a huge history. And when I said the woman with the red dress, it made me think of Dillinger because John, (laughs) well, it did because John Dillinger was um, outed with the woman with the red dress and the woman with the red dress told the police. John Dillinger, the murderer, the robber, what did, what did he do? Yes. Yes. Murdered and robbered. And murdered and robbered. He robbered and murdered, Nana. He wow. robbered and murdered. Yeah, he was a murderer and, and robbery. And yeah, but John Dillinger, he was outed by a woman in the red dress. So when I said the woman in the red dress, I thought right away of Dillinger. Mm. Wow. So anyway, so if anybody likes gangster stuff, gangsta, gangster, gangster stuff, I love, I love those things about the 
I wish I had lived then mm-hmm. during those times. But we're not talking about those times. No, we're, we're not. talking no, about we're not. these times. But Nana, you'll find right a back. way to just, uh, if I ever wondered where I got my ADD from, I don't have to look far. It's definitely you. It's definitely well, you. I'm going to pop an Adderall in your coffee next time when you go. Oh, honey, could I? Would that mean that I'm not sober anymore? Come on. No. Can, it's for can attention you do one? deficit disorder. What are you going to snort? Is it? that no. what that is? Yes. I didn't know what that was. Oh, yeah. ADT? What is it? ADD? No, ADT is wear home even when you're not. That's the. <laughs> Oh, is that that security? (laughs) Oh, I got that. I got the ATDs tonight and I got got the the IUDs and the STIs (laughs) and all the good stuff. Um, So, yeah. So this lady who's the co-host, one of the people who works at the, this OC fashion show week is all drama. And, you know, she's got the mic. It was hilarious her going around being like hashtag anti-bully and i was like oh she is calling all these people out she hit kelly dodd in the face and said that's defamation and how ironic since kelly dodd just hit yes i mean got done hitting shannon on the head with a with that salad tong and they had Um, an after show where shannon was like well uh wasn't as hard as the gong that Kelly hit me with, with the big bowl on my head. So nobody feels bad for Kelly. Kelly did restrain herself um, because yes. she said in an after interview that if she would have been drunk, she would have went ham on that lady. But they, Bronwyn kept having to say, it's for the kids. It's for Rowan and Adeline. It's for Rowan and Adeline. It's for Rowan and Adeline. And they're like, oh. okay, okay. And then finally the lady with the little two buns on her head came out. Who was Princess Leia? What, what so is she doing? She's cute, right? I love she her. Seems, she wanted to calm the room down. And yeah. I think she did a good job. But that, um, I don't know, the little Princess Leia look. I, I wasn't love it. No, her. she had it higher. Did she? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Up here? Yeah. Okay, we have to go back and look at that. But she was darling. Yeah. And she did. She brought the room back to kind of a normalcy, if there is anything such no, there's normalcy, no normalcy on that. No, when it comes to these women. It just, they they made this to be such a big deal. Oh, my and gosh. I didn't Here's see what the happened. big deal. I'll break it all down for you. An entitled, privileged lady was told she couldn't do something, and she was like, how dare you? And then she yeah. pulled the card that we've seen with barbecue Beckys, and we've seen with all the entitled, weird ladies out there <laughs> who are bigots, who then go on to blow it up into this, how dare you tell me? And all my dripping privilege. And that's what she did. That's what she did. She looks like an ass. And that's what she did. She does. She doesn't follow rules. She thinks because she's rich and she's a Betsy Johnson knockoff that she can just run around and go wherever she wants and no one could tell her what to do. Yeah. Yeah, that sums it up. And so she wants to make herself the victim. We've seen this happen time and time again. So she goes off and she's like, he grabbed me. Really? Did he? Then how? Uh there's no footage of that. Don't you think they'd show that? But maybe they wouldn't. But he didn't do it. Maybe they will. Maybe it would be cool if they did, uh, because if they did, in fact, edit out her using a horrible racial slur, then that doesn't give me much hope. To that no, I, and, right. And do anybody, anybody that comes in contact with these housewives, do they have to have like a police cam on them <laughs> to, to prove really? And to talk into their shoulder. OK, Tamara's coming close to me. Yeah, I mean, really, that's what we're getting to be. 
because these That's housewives are here. volatile and I mean, and, and their moms and who knows what's, I mean, it's supposed to be a fashion show. I like you're, you get fall down drunk, get, you know, don't make out with each other anymore. We've seen enough of that. Yeah. We don't need to have that. And you know, the whole episode this time, we all know what was missing. We all know what was missing. Tequila. I know Vicky, Nana's favorite Vicky. Nana's OG of the OC. Nana's a Vicky apologist. Vicky for life. Nana's Vicky. Vicky would have. Vicky would have brought some joy into this um, episode. She would have ran out and called Steve. I'm not doing this. I am born again. She no. She would have. No, I. We were missing Vicky though on this one. I think Vicky would have added something to it. What would she have Um, added? Well, she could have come up with some bullshit about somebody else's life, and we could run with that. We had a Vicky. We had Dr. Deb, who makes up false accusations oh, and stories about people. So does Vicky. Don't you say Vicky and Dr. Deb are even on the same plane. All right. Well, we'll Even see. on the same plane. That we'll was see. mean. We'll see. Okay, Nana. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to rip on your girlfriend. I know she's your bestie. No offense to Linda Burke in the chat. Well, Linda, are you still with us? And what do you think? She's so she's definitely still with us. So overall, this episode, I thought just what we talked about in the beginning, a hot mess. Um, good for Rowan, but just leave her story out of it. Let her heal. Let her be a kid. That's what worries me about this, because we're going to see similar situations to yeah. Ryan. We're now Tamara's son, Ryan. We have to hit on this real quick. Um, it was a great cro- crossover moment for me, because I don't know if you know, when he went to get his tattoo removed, Nana, the hot silver yes. fox doctor, the little pale silver fox doctor that helped him, is Dr. Will from the second season of Big Brother, in which he won and then went on to play in season seven all-stars of Big Brother on CBS, which you know I'm a super fan of, and do the yes, Big Brother breakdown with Jolene. So that's Dr. Will. He's a plastic surgeon, but mostly um, a uh, uh, skin person. Um, what are they called? The skin. Dermatologist. Oh, okay. So he makes the big bucks. And, uh, yeah, did you think he was a cutie? I thought he was a really cutie, but skin person, that, I like that. Yeah, whatever they do. They're, they no, work no, on your no, skin. Dermatolo- You're the right, biggest organ on your body, the dermatologist. So Ryan comes in there with his money tattoo because apparently he was like, I got money on my mind in 2005. Uh, and uh, thanks. Night of Light in the chat says, Dermy, yeah, dermatologist. Um, and now he's, he's getting tattoos removed. I feel, I just, my heart goes out to him. Doesn't he look like he's hurting? He looks like he's hurting. Like his heart is hurting, and Tamara just is kind of flippant about it, even though she's trying to be supportive. Oh, that boat sailed a long time ago, Tamara. Mm-hmm. Um, he is hurting, and he really does need some counseling or um, hospitalization. I mean, really? I don't like the look. That far, I, yeah. I don't like that look in his eyes. Well, it's anyone a far, dressing it's a far away look with that much American flag stuff—it's a yes. pro- it's, you know you're headed down. When you put too much of one thing, you know it's a problem. And when you got yes. you know, a little flag is okay, but when you're just all flag, it's too much. Even the flags, like you know what, bro, you don't have to be that patriotic. We're good. No. You, what do you have? What are you lot- trying to prove? Well, a lot of times, even with mental illness, and I'm speaking for people in the family, people, you know, that I've known. Ourselves. You either go one way, thank you, mm-hmm. or the other. 
Um, but you go to extremes. Yeah. A lot of times you see it, you go very religious or you go very sexual. There's never an in-between. There's never a common middle ground. Mm-hmm. So, And I'm seeing that with him, and I, it breaks my heart because um, I he just think he should of, get some help. Well, don't you think with Ryan, I feel like he was really left in the middle. Yes, he came from privilege, but he didn't because when he was, you know, his dad was really never involved. Tamara had him young. Then she, start, she got married to Simon. Him and Simon never got along. He was always just that extra, like, like bonus kid that came along that these guys didn't want. And then Tamara and Simon make a new family. Like, okay, let's make this perfect family. Ryan doesn't... F- you know, fit into that, then that doesn't no. work out for Tamara. Then she goes to Eddie, and now she's got her young guy husband, and they're, you know, living, the, you know, their best life, having sex in the jacuzzi tub, you know, seasons ago on television. And it's like, where did Ryan ever fit in? And I'm not saying Tamara no. wasn't a good mom. It's just, where did he ever fit in? And back in those days when Simon was so hard on him, you did feel for him because you're like he he he's looking at this family that Tamara created with someone else who hated him basically, and saying, yes. "Well, I didn't get that. I know. I Why would, didn't I get it? I would have a huge chip on my shoulder mm-hmm. had that been me. Yeah, I, I totally understand what he's you know Which why, why he feels that way. He's probably reacting to Spencer, his young brother, because yeah. he got right. all the things Ryan wanted that family, and he never." Right quite got it so it's an actual sad story i I know eventually he does have to you know like you said go get some help talk to people you know figure it out because now he's a dad and an ex-husband yes and he seemed kind of open to the idea that tamara Mm -hmm. said let's go see a life coach or something life coach okay but he seemed open to it that he would do it because i think he's really on the edge and Mm -hmm. You hate to see that in any human being. Yeah, you can um, just are we, tell he's hurting. You can just tell. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, what are we seeing on the chat? Because I'm not able to see the chat. Are we? Do we have a few people still yeah, with people us? people are feeling. Um, Odelchik says Vicky was missing. She announced her new Kodo Insurance Online wellness program today. Oh, Vicky, to just jump on any kind of mental illness thing to be like, well, I have a Kodo wellness thing and also an anti-bullying campaign. No, she doesn't have that. Um, oh, good. Vicky just posted on her instagram not racist have me back uh no she didn't write that either but oh she she should have market herself as like hey do you want bronwyn and her racist mom do you want threesomes and racism or do you want vicky gunvalson coming up with train rumors and cocaine and lying on people's kids what do you want (laughs) trains before sex trains before sex yes Pin. And then yes. we have um, Odell Chick says, I like Ryan. He seems like such a sweet soul. Linda Burke says she agrees. Poor Ryan. Um, yes. Yes. And in one of the last episodes, Odell Chick in the chat's mentioning that Tamara spoke about how she raised Spencer and Ryan differently. And we also saw in a flashback when Ryan was getting all these tattoos, like some people get tattoos because they just want to because they're beautiful. And but some people do get them because they're searching for something. I think that was Ryan. He was trying to piss off his family a little bit. He didn't quite know where he fit in. And then we saw Tamara go. Well, Spencer would never do that. Like comparing the two. Well, of course he's five and he has married parents at the time. So yeah, he's not going to get an Aaron Carter face tattoo because no one messed him up yet. You know, but, you know, do you know who Aaron Carter is, Nana? Um, Is he a football player? No, (laughs) no. Okay. Then let me guess again. I think he's um, a singer. 
He was a singer, yep. And, mm-hmm. and one of the boy bands. His brother Nick Carter was in the Backstreet Boys, and then Aaron Carter came up as a little pop star. And now he's on Marriage See, Boot Camp I, with Corey Feldman. Oh. Because his parents took his money oh. as well, and it's a sad story. And he got a face tattoo recently of Medusa and said he got it for his mom. Now, if I got a tattoo no. of Medusa and said it was for you, does that mean you did a good job with me? Probably not. Probably not. If you got something right about here, it said Cole's Cash for Life. Okay, I could understand it. I <laughs> if could my understand it. said Cole's Cash for Life, Nana would be like, I did something right by her. Cole's Cash for Life. <laughs> um, yeah, it just... Oh, I don't know. But Aaron Carter, I know I've heard that. Yeah. So, yeah, so he's a, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So he would be how old now? So he's looking at maybe 42? Early 30s. Oh, really? Nick okay. Carter is probably closer to my age, like 38, 39. Oh, so. okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But Aaron Carter, is it? And then if there's any Viking fans out there, oh, gosh, um, the football we team. Well, I just want to say, is there an Aaron Carter on the team? <laughs> Or where where am I coming up with this? Do you know we can Google there, this, Nana? Is there oh, an yes. Aaron Carter on the Minnesota? We used to have a Carter player. Why are we did talking we did, football? Did we? we don't know anything about football. I know, I know, <laughs> but on good times um, with J.J. Walker, wasn't one of the, his younger brother, I think his name was Carter, last name. Okay. 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 Good, good, Nana. Just and just the thoughts. Osbournes were not the first uh, reality show, and <laughs> um, yes, uh, John Dillinger and the red dress, yeah. and, and the red dress, the lady in the red dress. <laughs> I really some of these things oh, are Nana, important. They're Chris, history. You're thinking of Chris Carter. Chris Carter was on the Vikings for a long time. Thank you. Okay, I feel better now. All right. Well, you guys, this episode is just we've been we've been on a journey through history and time with Nana. And it's been wonderful. I, thank you. And thank you. Because I was trying to <laughs> prove a point. And my point being, my conversation with going every which way but loose yep. was exactly what this whole episode was about. I couldn't follow it either. So oh, I thought, well. It's a metaphor for the episode, Nana. You are deep AF. Do you remember AF means? As fuck. Yes, Nana. Yes. Um, and we'll just give you, let's give Nana a quick little, um, let's first have you rate the episode. Now on a scale of one to seven housewives, seven housewives being a perfect episode, one being a horrible episode, what would you give this episode, um, of the real housewives of orange? Dose. Two. And you have to tell us why. Two, because it, it had no flow to it. It was super choppy, just like my conversation tonight. <laughs> choppy, choppy, choppy. Um, the, not only were they on a boat with waves that were choppy, this whole episode was choppy. Hated it, too. Hated it, too. I'm going to give it a three. Yeah, it it just, with now the more I know about the Dr. Deb situation, and it just, it dripped of, like, that gross kind of entitlement and privilege. And oh, yes. I, you know, it just... It just, this, it didn't hold for a whole episode. It just wasn't enough. Do you know what I mean? It, it wasn't enough substance. Mm-mm. It flashed to one, to another, to another. And, you know, let's go back to that, that Go back to the idea center. That, well, yes, that's, that was fun. Go on another trip because I you ladies that. do not know how to do it in the OC right now. Okay. Christy Jackson in the chat said, I have never seen one Housewives episode, LOL. 
just love listening to you ladies. The tangents are my fave. Yay, Christy, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We do, I, well, I shouldn't say we. I go off the... Nana, you're the best. Yeah. You make this podcast what it is. So don't you no, start I trying to be Midwestern self-deprecating. Okay, that's right. Damn, I'm good AF mm-hmm. or something. I am good and AF. Trains before sex. That's the cutest button. Okay, I'll let's... give that to you to put on your jean jacket. And are we wrapping it up? Yes, I want to wrap it up with a little oh, game okay. that oh, I great. like to call. I'm just naming it right now. Does Nana know what uh, WTF this means. So I'm going to give you acronyms, like some, uh, some popular acronyms and you guess what you think they mean. So common acronyms that people use. Okay. Can I, if it's a swear word, can I say it? You can say all the swear words you want. Yep. All right. Okay. What is, um, let's see which one, uh, LMK. What does LMK stand for? If someone puts like, um, if I ask you a question, then you put LMK or just LMK, LMK, um, like my kind, like my kind. Nope. It means let me know. Oh, but okay. Close, close. Would you know what YOLO, Y-O-L-O stands for? YOLO. If someone's like Nana YOLO. That means hello in Hawaiian. <laughs> no. <laughs> What what is that? That means you only live once. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Am I turning? Oh my god, a bright shade of red, like I'm gonna pee my pants. Okay, I'm sorry, I can't breathe. Okay. But um, YOLO. YOLO. It means hello in Hawaiian. Okay. Um, how about S M H? If someone puts S M H, what does that mean? Suck my hiney. <laughs> no. It means. Um, Oh, go ahead. So, is it so? No. Okay, give me the first word. Um, shaking. S M H. Shake my hand. Shaking my head. So really? Yeah. So in the chat, Jay just put S M H, like shaking his head, because it's kind of fun. you know people are like, oh my gosh, or oh hilarious, or like oh no. So it can mean lots of different things. Um, oh, okay. What does NVM NVM stand for? NVM. Yep, use that pen, girl. I am. I have to write it down to it's a visual. Not very much. Nope, it means never mind. You know, when did we get to all this? Why can't we write things out? Go back to cursive kids. Cursive. Right? Yes, right. Nice. Nothing has to be printed. You don't have to put it on a computer. Why do we have to write these little three letters? Just say it. Yeah, but what Spell if you're texting it, out. it? It takes too long to text that. You got a text. Texting supposed to be quick, convenient, fast, fun. Pick up the phone and give the person a call Anna, and go. Have phone anxiety. Hello, and I. And go YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about IKR? I know relatively nothing. No, IKR. Um, I know you got the first right. Oh, really? I know really. Mm-hmm. How about I know really? No, Is it that? I'll give you one more guess. I know, I can't think of anything. So I know radical. I know it's, it's R-A. 
R I. I K R, right? I know, right? That's what it stands for. If that's what it is. Okay. Jay put in the chat I R L. Do you know what that stands for? I R L. I really love. Nope. I'll give you one more. Um, it's an I though, right? Yep. I. I real. Not the word. Not I. But there's. It's I R L. The first word is in. In real. You got it. Yes, Nana. Is is that it? Yes. Yes. Nana got one. That's what it is in real life? Yeah. When did all of you start to talk like this? (laughs) I mean, no, I missed it. I really did miss it. Was it in the 90s? Was it the year Y2K? What happened? Why, Why are we talking like this? Um, you know, like quick convenience, it's text talk, it's chat talk, it's social media talk, it's Twitter talk. Um, there's all these, I just learned what a Visco girl is and what... Oh, you didn't know what Visco girl was? Well, wow. What's Visco girl, Nana? What is I it? I don't have a clue. Don't tell me, Nana. <laughs> oh, Visco, V-I-S-C-O. V-S-C-O. Oh, V-S-C-O. Mm-hmm. Very succulent cobwebs octagon. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's uh, used now, like, it's like the new basic kind of. It's like a, a young white woman who posts trends, trendy pictures. There's like a uh, app, Visco, I think. I'm still learning, but the phrase is commonly associated with Visco Girl, which is like, uh, uh, there's so many things that I don't get about it, but it's like a basic girl. You know, it's like Birkenstocks. Oh, okay. Just, you know. Oh, okay. Uh, Birkenstocks, which is the shoe, the sandal. I would probably, I think I would probably be a Visco Girl. Stereotypes of Visco Girl include wearing scrunchies, Birkenstock sandwa- sandals, drinking out of hydro flask, reusable water containers. That's me. Saying and I, I don't say those things though. And generally seeking attention online. That's me. That's me. I don't use the two phrases because I don't know how to use them. But okay. I do. All right. I do have scrunchies. I do have Birkenstock stands. I do drink out of a reusable water container, and I do like attention online. Oh, so well, that's nice. Girl. That's nice. You're Nana a Visco likes, girl. Nana See, likes that's a, a nice Visco thing. Girl. There's so many things that that's we learned a- tonight. We have learned a lot. And, you know, and it's not like I would use these little things in a sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, you could, though, because but, do you know what 143 stands for? Um, it was my friend um, from grade school, 143 Bellwood, she lived on. Her name was Rita. Um, that's no, an address. So 143. One yeah. four. One for the Trinity? I don't know. One, <laughs> well, three being a Trinity. Mm-hmm. Oh, that Catholicism just sneaks back when you don't, don't want it to. I don't know what one four three is. Does it have something to do with pot? No. What was that one? Something to do four one one or something? Oh, four twenty. Oh, thanks a lot. Okay. <laughs> Uh, 143 is code for I love you. And Night of Light put it in the chat if you know what 143 um, 
It's so how how does that mean? And I love you. It was used on pagers in in the nineties. Like you could put that. Do you remember? Like okay, so if you had a pager, my friend Chris had a pager, and we would text her. Oh yes. So you would put five five three seven. Eight zero zero eight, and if you turn it upside down, when they get the page, it says boobless. Or you could put boobs, which would be uh, five eight zero oh, zero. Funny. Did you write it down? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's see it. Hold it up to the camera. Well, I probably did it wrong, but it's that one right there. Let's see. What? Boobless. Okay. So you need one more zero. Okay. I. You know, maybe I should get those hearing aids. <laughs> I'm starting to like these in there. I think it's a good look. Yeah, you guys. Boobless. Oh, so you guys are doing this with your pagers while your mom and dad are out there trying to make a living. You didn't give me a, a pager. You, I asked oh, for one and you wouldn't give me one. Cause you oh, were that's like, right. What do you need it for? I just thought it would. There was a lot of drug deals going on. Yeah, you thought I was a pagers. drug dealer, and I. I never said that. I never said that. Did I ever hit you up for anything? No. So, I just think this has been a, a fun podcast with you. This has been fun. I don't know what I keep hitting, but now I just did something else. Okay. No, this has been so fun. Thank you guys for joining in the chat, Nana. We went uh, over an hour, which that's okay because me and you are chatters. We're fun. We do. I know. That's what I mean. This texting doesn't work for me. I just soon talk. Nah. I appreciate you, Nana. I love you. You are delightful. I appreciate and wonderful. I appreciate you. And everybody, don't forget to um, subscribe if you aren't already subscribed to my YouTube channel. Give this video a thumbs up. Also, rate and review on iTunes. We're sitting at 113 rates and reviews, which is great, but I'd love to get it up to a more positive number. You know, 13 carries that, like, dun, dun, dun. And maybe even a goal of, like, 150 rates and reviews. How amazing would that be? Nana, have you ever rated and reviewed this podcast? I have, but what? let's just get to 143. Oh, for I love you. Nana, you've learned so much tonight. I'm so proud I have. of you. I'm just, I'm just spent. She's spent. She's I'm just got spent. To go. She was on the phone with this? Medicare. She's got, she was at uh, a so much a to wake, do. and she went through pictures, and now she's got to go. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and you get this age, and people, they don't look forward to wakes. I shouldn't say that. But you look forward to seeing the people that you haven't seen for a while. And so it's kind of much more social thing than, I'm sorry, someone passed. Well, so Grandpa used to say, you know, because Grandpa lived to, what, 87? Eight, yeah. Almost 88. And he said that he would go to wakes because he's like, uh, you know, there's good food and I get to see all my friends. And it's sad, but that's kind of once that's you live exactly. long enough, it becomes more of a celebration of life when your friends yes, live it does. that long too. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Can I do one quick um, grandpa thing before we leave. You can do one grandpa thing every episode. I love grandpa. Okay. Grandpa was just a riot and I would take him as would my brother and my sisters. We would take turns, take him to all these wakes cause he knew everybody in town in St. Paul. And he says, well, I got to go see this guy. I got to, you know, I, well, I'm not going to see the guy. I'm going to see the wife. He passed and I got to get to his funeral or I got to get to the wake. So I drive him to the wake and we walk in. He walks right up to the gentleman's wife and said, your husband sold me a car in 1943 and it was really a lemon. What? <laughs> and her husband just and died? And I stood there. Her husband just died. I, I thought, oh, sweet Jesus, this is why we came to the wake so he could tell the widow that 
her husband laying in the coffin sold my dad a lemon of a car. What did okay. she say? She says, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. No, he was a nice guy, but that was a lemon of a car. He had a, my, I think <sighs> you get to an age where it's just like you, all your <laughs> friends are passing away and also your filter goes away. Cause I remember grandpa went yes. to our other grandpa had a girlfriend and she passed away. And, yes. um, our, our, my mom's dad, so it was my dad's dad, uh, had a girlfriend. She passed away. So we all went to support, uh, you know, our grandpa, whatever. So my mom's dad, who we're talking about, he, now a lot of time at wakes, and I don't know if this is true for all over the United States, but in the Midwest, people make picture boards. And at the wake is before, if you're like, some people might not know what a wake is. Um, a wake, hi, Ina in the chat. Um, uh, a wake is the night before, the day before, the afternoon before the actual funeral where you do a burial. If you're doing a burial or if you're doing a cremation, you know, uh, some kind of um, service that's usually at a funeral home. And some people are like, duh, but there might be people that don't know. Um, and so what happened was my <laughs> grandpa, we go to the wake, which is at like 4 p.m., and there's picture boards all over of just her life of things that have happened. And she was older, you know, when she passed away, she was uh, you know, elderly as well. And she's in a casket, it's open casket. And he's, they got picture boards behind and around the casket. And he literally leans over the casket, my grandpa Wally, and sees a picture of this woman who was dating my other grandpa had won a scratcher, some kind of Minnesota lottery thing for 10 grand, probably like 20 years ago. And he leans over her body in the cask and he goes, wow, was she lucky or wow, is she lucky? And we're like, no, she's not. She's dead. Like that. You're oh my over, God. I, I remember you that like yesterday. Couldn't help but laugh because we have this 80 some year old oh. guy who's like, well, that sure looks lucky. We're like, no, she's dead. It's not luck. Stop it. Yeah. So the you honesty couldn't... of the elderly and children is beautiful at times. It is beautiful. As long as it's not racist or, you know, mean spirited, it, it can be really beautiful. <laughs> it can be. I mean, you know, they just say, What's on their minds? Yeah. I, I see myself kind of going that route. Mm -hmm. That's okay. why we love you on the podcast because you give the real opinions. Well, and then about how you, you know, I, I see these tangents I'm going in. I don't know if that's a medical thing or if it's just I've been like this forever, but I really enjoy talking about all these different subjects. And now that we've and done I really, the long Minnesota goodbye. <laughs> yes, that is. That is, kids. I'm sorry. That is. Yeah. That truly is. Instead of an Irish goodbye where I would just hang up. And not tell okay. you. <laughs> <laughs> Nana, Ina in the chat says, Nana is an OG. Nana, can you give Ina a shout out right now? She is doing virtual Big Brother. And can you just say your team, Ina, and you hope she takes it all? I think she's still in the game as far as I know. Oh, I'm team Ina. You're team Ina. And, and I For hope life. you take it all. Yeah. She's going to win I it. hope you. I hope you take it all. Destroy them. Bring down all the people. I don't know their names, but you know what I mean. <laughs> and and from and I just have something to say to you, Ina. My okay. friends from Hawaii would say YOLO. YOLO. Nana's are the YOLO. Oh, Ina's on the block too, so she needs the love, you guys. So give Ina the love if you're listening to this later on iTunes and wondering what we're talking about. She is playing virtual Big Brother, and we're also fans of Big Brother on the Marriage to Bravo podcast, which is a television yes. show on CBS. And they have a virtual game that fans can play. That's super fun. So. YOLO to everybody. Nana, I love YOLO. you. You're beautiful. 
tell you. I love you too. What time is it this in Minnesota fun. right now? Um, I'm telling you, honey, this is the latest I've stayed up in a long time, and I'm trying to find. You made me move my clock because it chimes. You guys, so, she had a cuckoo clock. What are they called? No, it's not. It's a chime. It's a chime clock. You it know, it has the pendulum. Every 15 minutes, and she's right under it, and she goes, is that going to be a problem? I go, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, you know, it, it's very calming. Um, <laughs> 11.25, I think it is. All right. You get to bed. So You have to get up early and watch your grandkids. I got to go to Sacramento and Oakland for comedy shows. You guys, follow me on Instagram at Jolene Lunzer if you're interested in where I am playing this weekend and performing comedy. Uh, and at Twitter, at Jolene Lunzer. Nana does not know how to check her uh, Instagram, but we, we got to get you on the Instagram, Nana. It's fun. I'm going to follow all the housewives. I'm going to work on that. That's a, that sounds like a fun yeah. thing. So I'm going to stay up till one forty-three. She's boobless. Because I'm boobless. I'm going. I'm going to bed. Night, night, everybody. Yolo. Thanks for joining us. Yolo. Thanks for joining IRL. us. Yolo. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Married to Bravo podcast. You did it. You got through it. If you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on our social media, Married, the number two. Bravo on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you, Shell. Thank you, Felicia. Jillian, we'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you, Jillian. You're the best. I love you. Aw, let's get back to the bar.